have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Two Units. We've got a blockbuster episode today. We're going to cover all of the fallout from the Golden Slipper in our horse topsy, have our award-winning segment, Jet or Forget, and we're going to have a look ahead to the Group 1 racing in Sydney and a fat card at Caulfield in Salt Specs. And then we're going to round out the show with two units, our best bets from around Australia. My name's Nick Foote. Joining me, as always, is my great mate and Twitter's favourite form analyst, the Sultan of Sydney. Salts, uh, you've been airborne for the last week, mate. Um, any any sign of descending as yet? Nah, mate. I'm, I'm, well, firstly, good to be here again and, and hello to everyone listening. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the air, mate. Um, Con Air, I think maybe, but just got to watch out for that Cyrus the Virus character. <laughs> I heard he's a bit sneaky, but um, no, it's been a good week. It's been a good month. Um, so happy to keep the ball rolling now and, and keep two units, get some get some more winners for the listeners. Absolutely, mate. And hey, this is the first time in the history of two units that we're going into uh, a good four special. So episode four, good four this weekend. Uh, just having a look around last night at the form around the tracks Australia, and it looks like we're going to get good tracks everywhere around Australia, so we don't have to piss and moan about the weather for once. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good, isn't it? It's um, it's a good four. Um, good times four, but it's not often that this happens, so it's a bit of a punter's, punter's special when all the tracks are good. So usually there's one joint that that lets us down with some dodgy, crappy weather. Um, but, yeah, good weekend ahead, mate. Awesome, mate. Hey, um, last week I gave you a bit of a task to head out. We we gave you the honour of being the sponsorship officer for Two Units Incorporated, and we sent you out and you, you brought back tumbleweeds to the show. Yeah, um, the, the powers that be, they they gave me the, you know, the CEO of... of Two Units podcast gave me that official role, but I did bring back some tumbleweeds. Sorry about that. So, any danger of hitting some KPIs this week, mate? How'd you go? Yeah, look, I'm still organising some some talks with some skincare because I do have a high emphasis on smooth skin. And if you've seen my hands, um, they actually are allergic to hard labour and and anything sort of physical. Um, so I'm still hunting them, but I actually do have some big news, mate. Um, and the both of us, we're thrilled to welcome Top Sport on board and they're going to be supporting the Two Units podcast. Um, we're stoked to have them supporting us. So, um, visit their website, download their app, um, and they're going to be on board supporting us, um, into the future, which is, which is awesome news. Yeah. It's exciting times, mate. And just for those listeners that thought, Hey, here's a couple of loyal guys, uh, that are just appreciating, you know, the world of independent podcasting. You guys are wrong. Uh, <laughs> we just want to be clear that you know we're we're willing to sell our souls to the corporate giant. <laughs> and uh, mate, if we both don't look like a NASCAR <laughs> by the end of series one, we haven't done our job properly. Mate, I, I've got plans to become a human billboard. <laughs> like you've seen that? What was it? Talladega Nights, Ricky yeah. Bobby. Yeah. Like I'm not religious, but I'll start saying grace, and if someone wants to sponsor it, <laughs> dear Lord, baby Jesus, brought to you by whatever, uh, I'll do it. I've got a few fair few tattoos. I'll get something tattooed on myself, like um. Yeah, well, the cards are on the table. Yeah, 
complete mercenaries. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's get into the horse topsy and the fallout from Golden Slipper weekend. Uh, we had a pretty good weekend uh, last week as a podcast, as a collective. Uh, but I want to talk about the first race I want to talk about is the Ranvit. So we predicted a war uh, between Adabe and Very Elegant. And uh, we saw at the 400 in that race, uh, J-Mac looked like an absolute statue Didn't on he? Very Elegant. The old mannequin. Um, and Tommy Markin was scrubbing Adabe's ears. Oh, I've never seen someone scrubbing a horse that hard. Well, I thought it was all over. Oh, I thought the... it had cardiac arrhythmia. <laughs> I thought it was all over at the he 400. He did the same thing um, last year as well. He just like gets stuck in him, Tommy. Yeah, it's a bit of that. He did it with yesterday with Blesk. Did you see that? Yeah. He was getting right stuck in him. I'm like, geez, this thing's gone. And then it won. Is that European it's... style, I think? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but mate, how did you sort of how did you see that? What's going to be going forward when they meet again? We might talk about that in a few weeks. Or what are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, well, Dave he clearly had the tough run in transit, and they run along up front. Angel of Truth run him along, and and he sort of worked, and he was wide throughout, didn't have any cover, and and like we said, he was he was off the bit early and getting scrubbed up from the six hundred, but. Um, He's just a gutsy, gutsy boy, isn't he? He refused to lay down. It took a another world class horse to to go past him. But um, like I was with her day, but it's a good result for Australian racing to for for an Australian or you know, I know she's from New Zealand, but we're going to claim her um, for an Australian horse. Very elegant to to beat him because he is recognised as a real world class two thousand meter horse. So um, sort of backs up the strength of our racing um, at that. At that distance, um, going forward, um, he's going to need a, another wet track in the Queen Elizabeth. Like the stable said, it, even the improving track on the weekend was against him, um, and it was still an, a genuine seven. So, um, if he gets that wet track though, second up, he's he's a horse that improves, and um, they've noted saying he's going to improve second up. So, if he gets that wet track in the Queen Elizabeth, he's mighty mighty hard to beat. Do you know what I loved about that race too? And it was actually, it came in the post-race interviews and I loved hearing J-Mac talk about how fun the race was. I haven't really heard a jockey sort of use those words in the post-race interview. Usually you get the standard, you know, travelled well, um, you was a winner, she was a winner. One week at a time. 400 out, yeah, those <laughs> yeah. The standard cliches. Yeah. I thought that was really refreshing. Yeah, 100%. And like a lot of people give... Like Craig Williams and Michael Walker, a fair bit of stick because they their post race interviews, um, they basically get that that music that happens at the Oscars. <laughs> they get wrapped up and it's like, yeah. lads, we've got to go to an ad break here. One down the yeah. microphone sound, yeah. <laughs> but like, at least they give us something, and yeah, he gave us something there, and and you could tell just how excited he was, and no matter how many group ones you got, um, to still have that excitement and and passion about it was good to see. So yeah, that was good, mate. Awesome. Um, hey, Golden Slipper wash up. So stay inside. Stormed away. Um, stormed away to win. That was impressive, wasn't it, it? It was. It was super impressive. Yeah. As a profiteer backer, it was not as impressive. Yeah. <laughs> but well done to you, mate. You when we spoke about this race, you were pretty keen on that. Um, as a punter, I think it's a, a good opportunity to to learn a lesson. Um, and that's with the two-year-olds is back the ones that do everything right. So, you know, the profiteer bet um, still had an asterisk on it um, in terms of, you know, if, if he can settle and if he can harness the energy. Um, and he couldn't. Um, he pulled up with some heat stress and, and he did a bit wrong. So there were some excuses and, you know, hindsight says the extra week. 
No, but um, that's all hindsight, and the winner was way too good. Um, rated highly. When he won that race a while ago, we were on the couch together, and I said straight away, um, that's a, a size produce horse, just the way he drops his head and relaxes to get that 1,400. And on the Sunday or Monday, they said, yeah, he's going to the size. Yeah, and I, I was pretty happy because we, we, we took some 14 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, yeah, thank God. And then, and then the next day... He's in the paddock. Oh, he looks so like he'd appreciate. He looks like he'd appreciate every bit of the fourteen hundred. So. Yeah, yeah, but he, he's quite brilliant, and they've said that they might even aim him up at an Everest. So, wow. um, yeah, it was a good win. Um, Artorius also spelling looked like a lost little boy on the corner, mm. um, but let down hard. But Animo was a huge run, all on as the winner because he did everything right and put himself in the right position. So I'm not here saying Animo should have won. No, the winner was the rightful winner, but. From from the rear, Animo was enormous, and he is um, your current all-in favourite for the size, and fair enough, because he's probably going to win it. Awesome. Hey, moving along, we, we spoke a couple of eps ago about our, our calendar and the curse of the calendar with the certain horses that we've placed mm. in there over the 12 months. Yep. Bossy has just been uh, kicked off bivouac. He's been given the ass For Bowman. Yeah. Now, bivouac, we've, we've sort of talked at length about uh, how our calendar's actually cursed his entire prep. Yeah. Could this here be, could this be the turnaround of form for our calendar? Yeah, well, Ancestry, Ancestry won, and then we spoke about the calendar, and then he flopped. So um, the curse might well and truly be alive. But, yeah, you know, I've seen the interview with Bossy, and poor bastard sound like he's about to start crying. Because <laughs> uh, they basically just said, Hugh's better than you, off you go. But um, it's a bit like sort of every Carlton coach that's been fired. Like, is it the pilot? Is it management? Or is it the actual animals? Like, he went 1,000 to 1,300 second up. They dodged the new market mm. where he would have been in actually all right at the weights yeah. on a track he adores, at a trip he adores. Um, who's the one at fault, really? I, I reckon it's a bit stiff, but um, that's racing. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see just how this plays out now. Yeah, wouldn't here. it? Yeah. Wouldn't it? Imagine uh, if he picked up a ride in, in wherever oh. Bivouac's going and he won. <laughs> now, I reckon he could be so high in the irons, he'll do, he'll do a mono. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be on a mongoose <laughs> villain. Yeah, he will. <laughs> go through the line on two legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I want to go over into the trainer ranks now. Uh, Johnny Sadler. Stables won six from the past seven races. Hey, do you, do you take note of this when a trainer is on an absolute heater? Well, firstly, touching on Johnny Sadler, he's a real funny bastard. <laughs> you see that interview? He did an interview once at Corfu yeah. in the morning with Grace Ramage. Yeah. And he, he's a his real, teeth fell. He's a real gums out operator. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a real gummy shark. <laughs> his teeth fell out of the cracker. Yeah, he's a good bloke. I like him. Um, he give Ollie that spray that time when oh, they were putting it on that, for the cameras. That was the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nah, so good, good guy. But um, back to your question. Um, it's not the be all and end all, but like anything in life, um, momentum is huge, and it can certainly help sway you um, to make a final decision. Um, particularly if a lot of the winds are following a particular pattern, then then that's a time to pay attention. And what I'm referring to there is pattern of where they are in their preparation so if a trainer's really striking hot first up obviously they're doing something with their horses 
to get them that right amount of fresh and right amount of fit as that blend first up um, to perform well. Or a while ago, um, the Stokes stable went through a real hot phase of getting their horses to win second up. Um, so obviously something they were doing was working with that. Gerald Ryan can fly fresh. Myron Eustace went through a real hot stage with, with fresh horses. Now they're in a real hot, a hot stage. They had, a, they had a day at Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything 2,000 plus. Yeah. They're red hot. Heart mm-hmm. of Pusons yesterday went essentially 1,500 to 2,400 or 2,200 and walked in. Mm. So, yeah, they're, they're real money spinners over those trips. So, yeah, 100%, mate. Stables in form. Um, you follow them. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Not a bad addition of the horse topsy this week, Salt. So oh, I'd have to say it was yeah. pretty good. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Well, no one's perfect. Yeah, that's right. Hey, <laughs> moving along. 9.9 out of 10. The Eps the just, they just get better as they go. And we're going into our award-winning segment, Jet or Forget. Hey, we've got a Twitter handle now, so at Two Units Podcast. So any Jet or Forget or anything that you might want to discuss anything. in the yeah. horse topsy or um, if you want to continue to slay me for my, my yeah. lack of winners, If you want to get on fine. there and bag us, no worries. Might we're, block you. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> cool. We're, we're only good at receiving positive feedback. Yeah, that's true. But feel free to get in touch. And we've got a few. Uh, we put out the call this week for a few jet or forgets from our loyal listeners. And the first one, Salt, so I want to fly at you, is from at Greeny Down Under. And he wants to know about Hortbury on her, who you were pretty bullish on on Saturday. Mm. Yeah, this is a good one because she tried so well and I was really bullish that she was going to come back a world-class sprinter. And she got six lengths put on her by um what was his name again who won that race the whole eduardo eduardo yeah oh oh, mate he was unreal yeah that's that was like this huge peak but he smacked them like at the 300 he was just getting sat on like it like an absolute china doll he was in his own postcode (laughs) it was unreal yeah um but she was keen in the middle stages First up, the the winner like just was unbelievable. So um, I'm still gonna say she's a jet, not, and I'll forgive that. Um, but like, if her next race is the TJ Smith, and now she's got to meet Eduardo at weight for age, as opposed to um, under the handicap conditions, even though they'll actually be similar weights the way they'll go up, but just with the rest of the field. Um, well, they've like, how's he? How does she turn the tables on him? Well, they've come out and said she's more suited to 1200 which would have yeah, been 100 percent. she would be. would have been nice to know yeah she trod so 11, sharp though 11 a.m yeah, saturday before yeah. it was anchoring six all ups i think um pride saying that eduardo is the best sprinter in the world and the ratings out of that race are as good as they've been in australia over the last five years so i'll be interested to see and i, and I know he's beaten before but when um, meets up against Nature Strip again and gets yeah. a little bit of an eyeball and a speed battle going, just yeah. how, how that ends up. And that might bring a few of those midfield and back markers into the race because that's going to be some pretty genuine tempo, you'd think. Yeah, 100%. But he's a gutsy jet, so... But I'll, I'll forgive Hortbury on her. Awesome. Hey, I have a jet or forget um, for you that comes on the back of our man Bossy's comments. So Bossy gets his Bo- second... Mit- what, Bossy commented yeah so he's usually a very quiet man in the media we've just said we like this outlandish stuff in the media so let's support it but, <laughs> but i still want to talk no, i like having me cake and eating it too yeah good good doubt i still i still want to talk about it and it's um it's on the back of his comments ahead of the doncaster next week so he's got the ride on think it over who's a nine dollar fifty chance he just keeps winning that bastard yeah he? he does and 
every time I say no. Oh, me too. He can't win. Oh, and no. He does. Anyway, he's he's got the right on Think It Over. And uh, some of his comments relate to the current crop of three-year-olds. And these are his comments here. He goes, I've just got to back my judgment, and I'm a firm believer that they're no good this year. So that's his thoughts on the current crop of three-year-olds. You've got Aegon and Moanga, who are currently in the market for the Doncaster. So Salt's three-year-old crop this season, Jets or Forgets? Um, I'm with Bossy. Uh, I know we've spoken about Moanga every week. It wouldn't be a week without mentioning his name, so it's four in a row now. It is the <laughs> Moanga show. True. Um, his win on the weekend was good, and he had to grind it out, and you know he got flushed out early. Obviously, he was really brilliant late over 1,600 when he was held up. Tommy Berry was not going inside a horse on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Good on him, too. Yeah. Thank you, Tommy. Um, but, yeah, I'm with Bossy. I just think like the Phillies and, and no chop um, compared to past years. Um, and the boys, whilst good, even, Moango has to improve his ratings to be in the finish at the Doncaster again, even with that 49 kilos. You spoke about um, think it over. Well, he's now in the Doncaster, can't get a penalty, he's 52, got 52 kilos. Mm. Well, then he's well in at the weights versus Moango, who's got 49 if, if they were to meet at weight for age. And yep. this is a horse that's completely airborne. Um you know, he hadn't posted these big figures, but he's just a horse that does what he needs to do. So he can just keep elevating. And um, you got um, Mugatu. Uh, he's got 55 and a half. Like, he's, he's re- really well weighted considering what he's done at the mile. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be in the camp of, of the older horses in this year's Doncaster. Like, you look back to when horses, three-year-olds, like Brutal won the Doncaster. Mm. He'd just finished on the heels of Winks. Yeah. Like, that. this is a different sort of scenario, isn't it? So I'm with Bossy. Forget right. the three-year-old in the Doncaster. Good old-fashioned forget job. Yeah. Uh, moving along here, we've got Dean Mendez, 89, at Dino. Uh, sent in. He just wants to know a, a little bit. We're going up to your sort of jurisdiction there in Queensland. Yeah. I know you love Queensland yeah. racing. Wants to know about Vanagirl, Jet or Forget? Jet. Jet. Good win on the weekend. Um, she was home her last 600, nearly 10 lengths faster than the average of that track trip, um, which is humming. Um, some mares black type for sure. Um, you and I, and in our group chat on the weekend, dished up some real sort of post-race stuff, yeah. <laughs> didn't we? It won. I know it drifted, but it got to like 390 and I put in the chat, I'm like... Hold on a minute, lads. What's this I, thing's just started three ninety? I rolled out the cardinal sin too. I, I I sent I sent back to you guys. I was like, I backed it. Did I, you say that? I was like, I backed it. If I saw that, Yay. I would have left the chat. I you, know, oh, and there was that's wanker stuff. And there was zero tip. <laughs> yeah, but I was yeah. yeah so, um, but um, sorry. Yeah, what? <laughs> like she she had Group One sort of stuff. Mare's great on her form card. Yeah. And she was racing Cloak, Travis Cloak. Yeah. It was all just smoke and shadows behind the windows. (laughs) I think I saw Cloak with a glove on. I think he was running Yeah, she launched it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but if she's going to win a good race over there over the winter, it might have to be at my favourite track, Eagle Farm. So we'll see how we go. Awesome. Hey, uh, we got another one sent in by at Yard by Doff and... Doff wants to know about a fun star, Jet or Forget. Yeah, well, Doff firstly does the yard for the race club, and the bloke is an absolute outrage. He's got an absolute horsographic memory. <laughs> he's He's got an unreal eye from the yard, so get around him on the race club. But um, fun star 
at that Group 1 level is a forget. Um, hasn't quite reached the heights that, um, you know, it was anticipated she was going to. She really had her perfect conditions on the weekend where it was soft, but not raining on race day. Mm. Um, and she was below par. Um, I think a Group 2, Group 3 horse, mare's grade. Um, that's her level now. Cool. So it wasn't long ago that, you know, she was an SP in front of Probabil every every start. Too, yeah, and they it was sort a war. Yeah, she's and, come on a bit more, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah, big time. Hey, uh, at Will McCann, 19, Wilbur, uh, wants to know about Avilius' chances in a Doncaster, jet or forget. Yeah, well, I think we can forget, as as a general rule, backmarkers with his pattern. Um, he's always unlucky. Mm-hmm. It's always should have won. Well, should he have won? Because if he could put himself in the race then he would win. He's not winning because he can't put himself in the race. So he hasn't won for a while now. Um, look, like he, he zoomed home on the weekend. Flushing Could he do light, the same yeah. in the Doncaster? Look, think of Natoya coming from like a different postcode in the Doncaster and winning. He's a better horse than her. But, I don't think Jimmy um, Innes Jr. sat down from that ride. <laughs> oh well, I goodness. think he's still standing up. Yeah, that was good when they went past the line and that you could hear them all cheering for him and stuff. I like yeah. that. Um, but no, I, I forget that type of runner in general. Yep, cool. Um, and yeah, just our last one. Hey, some great ones sent in so far. We've yes, got uh, we got Realm of Flowers Sydney Cup chance from Jared at Wales Second. He wants to know Realm of Flowers genuine Sydney Cup chance. Jet or forget? Oh, this is a gimme, mate. This is a gimme. Don't even bother putting this in. This is a, a jet for sure. Pick it up. Um, wide throughout on the weekend. I'm not sure why Favorite Moon, who won that race she was in, is now favourite for the Sydney Cup because in another ten metres he loses. And she covered, like, I think it was 14 or 15 metres more ground than him in the run and didn't have any cover. So um, she's 101 into 51 into 26 into 7 now for the Doncaster. On oh, Doncaster. Yeah. She, she'll get towed in that. <laughs> <laughs> for the Sydney Cup. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I I think she's a very, very good hope, and I'm bullish on her. For me, though, that, that realm of flowers run or that favourite moon win, that just illustrates to me how superior the European stayers actually are Mm. when they come here. So favourite moon was basically brought over by William Haggis to keep a day company at night, tuck him in. I've seen him reading him a bedtime. (laughs) Effectively brought over, yeah, just to to be his mate. So like genuine handicapper, genuine Irish handicapper. Bring a friend day. But yeah. to the Canterbury stables. He's he's come up here fresh off about forty weeks and just, you know, waltzed in in a group three. So I mean, Realm of Flowers, yeah, powering home, but outside of that, put the field away pretty comfortably. So yeah. I mean, for me, that just illustrates how superior those European stayers really are. Hundred percent. They just do it differently over there. They, um, the breeding, the way they train them. Um, They've, they've got much, much superior stays to us. The sprinters is, is what we're about. Absolutely. Hey, um, great addition of Jet or Forget. We've been loving the uh, fan engagement, the listener yeah. engagement, Salt. So I'm sure there's probably some more awards it could get, maybe. Yeah, true, 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 true. So make sure you keep sending them in. Uh, we're gonna we'll we'll put out we'll put out the call next week. But um, yeah, we. I think it's time to move into the best part of the show and that's that's looking towards the future and that's salt specs. But before we do that, we're just going to go to a quick break. We'll be back shortly. Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. 
your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best not available WA races. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back, listeners. It's time to move into Salt Specs for the weekend ahead. We've got Group 1 Racing at Rose Hill and also a fat card to look at at Caulfield. This week's Salt Specs is uh, proudly brought to you by Top Sport, our new sponsor. So welcome those guys along. Um, Salts, the first race I want to take a look at is the Tancred Stakes. How are you seeing this one this week? Yeah, well, Group 1 weight for age at 2,400. Um I really loved the run of Angel of Truth last week against a Dave and Very Elegant. And that's, you know, they're two of the best horses on the planet at 2,000 metres. And, and he led them up at a good clip, stuck on well. Um, and I love him backing up to 2,400 because this is the exact same recipe that saw him bolt in in an ATC derby. Um, look, he prefers some giving the ground that he's not going to get. But he was beaten 0.4 lengths in the Group 1 Metrop on a good four. And his first two runs this prep were on good threes and he let down hard in race fastest closing splits so it's not as big a concern as the actual form card reads um he's going to race on speed and he's going to peak today he's he's eight bucks with top sport um fixed odds so i think he's a good good value bet angel of truth sure hey there's a couple in the market that i want to ask you about sir dragonette uh back to uh, back to best, I guess, in some respects, um, or back to some sort of form. Maybe Flattened not, out well maybe quite end. not the best, but um, oh, getting the good track, do you give it any chance? Uh, I think it's well under the odds. It's it's a current market favourite. Um, but it it really loves the giving the ground. Uh, it was a good run last night, like really flattened out late and, and, um, and found the line. So yes to this trip on the backup, but... Um, under the odds is a favourite considering it's it really doesn't doesn't like the firmer going, which yeah. is gonna what it's gonna get. The other one, and I find this is an interesting runner, and it's on the back of what we spoke about earlier in the show around the European stayers, and that's Peter Moody's at Nickajack Cave. Obviously, the Tancred's not the grand final, not the goal first run up here in up in Sydney because um, didn't get cleared to, to race in Victoria. But yeah, what it's sort an of interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What, what sort of um, hope do you give? Do you give Nick Jack Cave any sort of hope in this race? Or uh, I'd I'd be suggesting he's a twenty twenty two dollar hope. Um, some hope based on that European form, but it's not like he's fresh off the plane aimed up at this. You know, he was trying to get into the Melbourne Cup last year, didn't make the cut. Um, so he's been in Australia for quite some time. Um, he, he took care of Sir Dragonet back in Europe. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry. Other way around. Sir Dragonet took, took care of him back in Europe quite comfortably. Um, but he found some form after that, but I think straight to 2400, it's going to be solidly run. Um, yeah, not for me. Nick or Jack Cave. Nick Cave in the bad seats. Red rock. <laughs> He's got that. He does have that Twilight payment. Good show form. the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, very good. One of good. my faves. Very good. Oi, oi, Tommy. Hey, moving along to the Vinery Stud Stakes. Group one for the three-year-old fillies over the 2,000. One here you're pretty bullish on or? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't really rate the three-year-old fillies form. 
as like a form line. So I think Harmony Rose coming through the guineas against the boys is the form I want to be with. And, and she ran a stormer there and, and was way up in class, like out of the midweek. So obviously poorly weighted, um, but acted like 2000, yes. And she's the likely leader in a race that's devoid of speed. So an on-pacer with a turn of foot in a race lacking speed is always, always going to be a bet for me. Mm-hmm. Um, personal is a danger. She rode a hot speed last start and was blouse late. But I did... I think she had her chance, and oh, I she, she popped off at the three hundred. Yeah, and looked and it was, it was, she was rode a good leg, tempo. That was the last leg of the quarter, I think, and yeah. looked an absolute winner. Yeah, yeah. I, I was on her, and then I said after the race, that, you know that that strike rate is getting a little slurpy, 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 Very, yeah. a bit, little bit milky. Um, <laughs> few came at me for saying that. Um, so if she wins here, then I'm gonna have to eat humble milk. Um, but I, I am very keen on the hopes of Harmony Rose, and I think this is a very nice race for her. She's currently $2.90, uh, fixed odds with Top Sport, but I'd expect her to be a firmer on the day, so I'd take that price. Awesome, mate. Uh, hey, moving along to the Doncaster Prelude, uh, the Group 3 race there. How are you seeing this one? Yeah, this has got a lot of speed. Speed inside, outside, um, Everywhere, so I'm looking for something that's taken a bit of a trail. Um, I expect Purple Sector to be a big improver second up. Um, albeit his runs of space, but he has had the run under his belt. And, and that first up run in the Newcastle uh, Newmarket, he did a stack of early work to eventually lob outside the lead. And he was off the bit really early as a result of that early work, but um, he didn't give in. I really like that he, he kept trying to find the line, and I just love to see that fight. So um, from Barrier 6, he really does map to potentially get the run of the race just in behind that hot pace Huey Bowman on um, and he can be strong where it counts so I think at, he's $13 with top sport purple sector so um, I think that's a good value bet the other in the race that sets up really well is rock um, he's, glad, you've, I'm glad you said that yeah the rock yeah. I, I think I can smell what he's cooking I, I think, think it could be a Doncaster prelude that, uh, um, that second up record of three from three yeah is it's juicy isn't it it's a people's elbow it's a juice box it's one of those primers from back in the day <laughs> um, he's five dollar favourite um, with top sport the old rock um, undefeated second up like he said three from three his last 600 fresh was superb and it was a day that was quite tough to make ground um iron superman had the perfect drop on the speed um but he he rattled home at rose hill um and he's going to be off midfield but he'll get the he'll definitely get the speed to suit um so i'll be a tommy two bet here and i'll back both of those um rock and purple sector um and that'll be my play in the race Mate, a Tommy Shelby two bets. Yeah, they say, oh, yeah, Tommy, I'll have two bets on that, Tommy. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'll do a good Arthur. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's head to Caulfield. Uh, you've got one here. You've you've identified one late in the card at Caulfield. In the uh, there's a in race nine, benchmark ninety. Yeah, well, the get out stakes. I'm going to call it the Sultan Stakes because right. hopefully I win. Yeah. and then rename it <laughs> retrospectively. <laughs> but anyway, this this is another race. So this is over the mile, and there's, there's a real strong tempo in this as well. You've got a horse over from Adelaide, Retrato. He only knows one way, and that's to go forward. There's several other go-forward horses that are going to run along. 
Um, was with Shandy Fresh, and I, I think there was some black type coming her way after that win. Um, she goes well second up. She was held up, tempo against, and and then home hard once out, first up on the lakeside, which is not easy to do from back in the field. She'll be a few pairs back on the fence, but with the tempo, hopefully the gaps open up. Um, fastest 4, 200 of the day. Um, last start, so... Um, I think she'll she'll go well, and she's currently four dollar favourite with Top Sport. Um, the other one, though, out of the same race, if, if I'm going to use that race as a form reference, then there's one called Killorney who's having his first start in Australia. Um, he's got to be a hope off that as well, because he too was held up, and then he zoomed late up the inside, and his work through the line was was really really top shelf. Um, his career best performance in Europe came at his only second up run so far in his career and it was it was a big spike on his on his previous rating um and you'd expect a horse like that to really relish a strong tempo so he's going to get back from that gate but i expect him flashing home as well so he's 12 into 10 with top sports so shandy and kalorni i'll be playing in that race outstanding mate hey uh good addition there of salt specs this week plenty Plenty of uh, in, plenty of thoughts for the punters there. A couple of Tommy two bets, a couple of one outs. You seem pretty keen about the cards this week. Yeah, Rose Hill and, and Caulfield are, are quite nice. There's, there's not heaps outside of that to be honest. I'm I'm giving Oakbank a, a uh, wide. Yeah. I don't like. It's just a weird ass track. Like there's undulations and and the downhill and narrow downhill into the into the straight. Like some horses, I backed a horse on the weekend, nearly fell over. Cho- your mate chosen block. Yeah, I know. It just like Jed set nearly fell over coming form, around that hill. Former two units bet that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cost us a few. It cost us three units collectively. So <laughs> on your bike, champion. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hey, uh, speaking of two units, it's time to move into. Uh, to the two units part of the show, which is our best bets and best value bets from around the country. Anabisto going great guns is going to do it. Anabisto won the Bendigo Guineas a length and a half. Bozzy Monster. And Bonophilia, Mawunga got to the front. Mawunga from Skylab. Mawunga, Skylab sits Mawunga just in front. It's Mawunga's Guineas. Mawunga just beat Skylab at 100 metres and he's going to win it in a rock. Stay inside. Fallings clear from the fast finishing NMO and stay inside. Tommy Berry wins his third golden slipper. It's on Fanciful Top with 100 metres to go. About three lengths. Vivid Red Sky. Saunter boy, and it's all the top. Fanciful top is going to do it well. Vivid red skies. Royal Mile got the gap. Morty's after it. It's Royal Mile charging away in the end. This is a good tight Royal Mile. He's put them away pretty slickly over the last 50. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's that's a good weekend of uh, tipping there on the two units podcast. Yeah, and they were the only bets we had. 100% <laughs> strike rate. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look, it's fair to say I've got to lift my game a little bit in this two-unit segment, mate. But you had Fanciful Toff, your two-units best bet salute quite comfortably. Your two-unit stands for second. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. I'm the that t- was stiff on the weekend, though. That thing got oh. yeah, it ran past the danger, and then this absolute roughy kept kicking. How good is it when a $61 uh, shot jumps off the canvas? And not goes- very good. Stuff you, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's what we love. Um, yeah, fanciful toff salts, your best saluted, Bolt cantered in, in um, and your best value you tipped on the show here as well. Royal Mile at around twelve bucks or so, uh, cantered in too. That mate. was that's a good horse. Yeah. Did, did you see his last fifty meters? He pins his ears back and he. Yeah, he does. But enough about uh, last week. Let's try and find our 
loyal listeners some more luck this week, uh, and I might kick off the two units again. Yeah, go for it. It's been working so well for me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, hey, mate, my best bet this week. I'm heading to Caulfield, so I'm I'm just I'm just going to stick to the big tracks. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? The Heath. Nothing else is working for me. So no, um, you, you go. Your two units aren't I'm, winning, but you. Killing it everywhere else. Well, Jittery Jack, sorry, before we get into that, oh, that yeah. $61 shot I tipped fourth. last week, finished fourth in a photo. Yeah. yeah. 20 bucks the place. <laughs> Eat that. So, next yeah, exactly. way bet finishes fourth and all my winners finish second. That's, that's <laughs> anyway, my uh, my best bet this week, mate, is Caulfield Race 3, Najmati, looking at $2.35 uh, there on top sport. The two-year-old tips seem to be working for me, so I'm pretty keen to tip into Najmati. Uh, the first start win up in Sydney on the Kenzo was dominant. So got posted four wide. J-Mac didn't panic and uh, nursed her around the field, and she looked a little green uh, and over-raced, but I think she'll take a fair bit of improvement from that run. Uh, also, I've delved into uh, delved into the form line just to Puts see. Form lines. Yeah, just to see if there's any frankage going on there. And the horse that uh, was punching a gap and flew home late uh, at the Kenzo against Najmati, Sun at Star, has since gone out and won the Wellington Boot. I think. Do you win a gumbo? What do you win? Boot. You actually win about 200k, I think. Boy, so, a few gumboots for that, yeah, I reckon. I know. <laughs> Some absolute wellies. Um, <laughs> so that form reads really well, and that's well and truly franked for mine. Uh, John Allen on, drawn nine. Uh, I don't mind the wide draw from the 1,100-metre shoot there at Caulfield. I love that shoot start. It's very fair. One bend. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy from nine if um, Johnny Allen... You know, even ends up in a three-wide line with cover, um, and if they're running on, I'll be off. I'll be off the mark, mate. Yeah, that that was a good win first up because it was back and wide, and it was actually quite a slow tempo. That's why I got keen. So to win with all those things against, and as dominant as it was, that was impressive. Um, you said two bucks thirty-five fixed odds currently with Top Sport. Would you suggest taking that now or wait? I think. I think. I think she'll get out a bit. Um, I think uh, I think I'll be taking well with top sort best of the best. So um, I'm going to be taking that option and hopefully getting closer to three dollars come jump time yeah. on Najmati. Yeah, that'll that best of the best will give you the, either the top flak in the last half hour or um, the top tote plus. So you, you if you back at that, you can even back that now, yeah. um, and you'll get the best price in that last half hour. So. Um, yeah, I, I agree that I think 235 is at the bottom and it'll get out a bit. I like it as well, though. Good. Yeah. That gives me confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. You, if you, I'm not sure I can't see here, but have you, do you happen to have any value or anything? I actually do happen to have a little you bit of value. You must be kidding me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm, uh, I'm actually sticking at Caulfield for my value bet as well um, in the race eight, big handicap there. Um, I really like the Bill Ryan train still a star. Uh, and it is an each way prospect at 12, 12 bucks and three dollars eighty fixed odds on Top Sport. So, um, yeah, I think the All Star Mile Run was just a complete and utter forgive job. So we've spoken about this track at length, and and I actually gave her a chance heading into that All Star Mile um, race, and that was prior to the apocalypse when she was at about fifty one. So there's no reason when she's back on a good track, which is a tick for me, back to the 1400 as well, which is a big tick and drops the three kilos, which is also a big tick. So there's no reason for me to, to jump off board um, there and you get a good each way value, good each way price. And mate, she's, she's tough as guts. She brings that, she brings a different form line. 
Yeah, she's that Tassie horse, isn't she? <laughs> she is that Tassie horse. You're Tasmanian, aren't you? <laughs> I am a Tasmanian. That, that's got nothing to do with it? No, it's just no. A, it might be a little bit of heartstrings. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, I think I think she's a genuine chance. As I said, she brings something different, a different form line, um, and I'm willing to find out at an each-way price. So That's a good race, that race. Like, that could be a group race. Yeah, it actually yeah, is. It's when, a good race. I think you got Mr. Quickie up there as the yeah, top Yeah, top he, he would have been a, a genuine hope, but he's, he's drawn the absolute car park, Mr the quickie yeah um anyway yeah so she, she i think she's going to need maybe like just a little bit of touch of run um touch of luck from the running there in uh barrier eight but um hopefully she gets some cover and she's a gutsy little jet yeah. so well, i'll be cheering her on for you mate thanks mate go tazzy go still a star <laughs> go bill ryan go, go the map go brother <laughs> all right over to you um, mate. over to me okay well firstly i like harmony rose i think it's a great bet um but salty boy old salty boy he's a giver um and he can't stop giving. It's in his DNA. All right? He doesn't like taking. He likes giving. That's our two units mantra. Exactly. Yeah. Give. Give heaps. All right? And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So, me two units bet this weekend. Caulfield race five, which is a very good sprint for the three-year-olds as well. Um, Winsome. All right? He's currently six bucks fifty fixed odds with top sport. Um, but this fellow returned gelded. Uh, and completely broke the clock at Cranbourne. Um, he, his strength late was was outstanding. He's jumped out between runs in good company, um, and it was really sharp, and he can elevate himself again, and if he does, he's very hard to beat here. Um, he had excuses. He's only started at Caulfield when, when ridden out of his comfort zone a little bit too far forward, and he was pested in the lead, beaten by one that doesn't go too bad. Um there's a big field at the moment, so you can avoid some deductions if, if a few come out by by using that best of the best product. Um, but yeah, he's my two units bet this week, Winsome. Um, I think he's got plenty of upside um, and he can just get that nice trail in behind the speed and finish off from the good barrier. So I like him. Awesome, mate. What about from a value perspective? You got any Royal Miles up your sleeve for um, us this week? Well, let's let's hope so, because that would be an absolute Royal Flush, wouldn't it? Um, but race two at Caulfield, um, this is value in a sense um, that they're both paying over a certain price. But you're not going to you're not going to Shelby two bet. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to Tommy Shelby two bet. Um, the my best is paying six fifty, so you yeah, can almost say so that's value. But yeah. so I can, do, I'll do what I want anyway, regardless. <laughs> Mate, it's, yeah, it's your podcast. Mate, if something's two bucks and I give it the roughy yeah. red highlighter, come at me. No one's pulling the cord. No one's pulling <laughs> yeah. the cord. Um, race two, I'm going to back two here. Melbourne Storm, the first one, currently six dollars with Top Sport. Um, superb win. Um, and this again, this is not going to be great for you because it ran past your two units bet. Um, in Adelaide last start, who who is a smart one? Forgotten his name, but he goes well. Um, but Melbourne Storm ran past him, um, and really found the line well over the twelve fifty, um, and and lengthened out like a good horse. So I think fourteen hundred, yes. Um, and that was for two in the trots. So it's obviously come back well this prep. So I think that's a good bet. Um, and there's another one called Canadian Gold. Currently $10 fixed odds with Top Sport. Um, couple of things against. Out of a weaker race, so it comes out of a maiden and has to go 11 to 1400 second up, which is not an ideal um, step up in trip. 
Um, but the debut win rated really well. Um, and it was soft on the line. So the horse is completely untapped. So when they're this early in their prep, you can often get prices about them because they, the market hasn't identified, hasn't seen it post this big figure to, to come up a shorter price. But they can improve several lengths this early in their careers and, and in their preparations. So I think at 10 bucks with that upside, um, that's going to be worth a spec as well. So Caulfield race two, Melbourne Storm and Canadian Gold, my value this week. Footler? Thanks, Salty. Hey, uh, that brings, mate, pretty much a close now. Like, I think we've got a really good set. That's it. A really good set there. Go this out week. on top. Yeah. You can't get better than what's just happened, I don't reckon. I wouldn't have thought so. Um, so that brings a close to episode four, Good Four Special. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. And Salts, all the best to our punters out there. Thank you. Yeah, everyone week. have a, a happy and, and safe Easter weekend. Yeah, and we'll be back next week, guys. Any feedback, hit us up on at uh, Two Units Podcast on Twitter. And, uh, and Facebook like, as well now. Oh, and Facebook. Yeah, we're and, all over it. And email. We've even got an email. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> happy punting, guys. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk at you next week. See you.